It's that time of the day of the week. The one, the only, Burt Macklin makes his triumphant return. It's a three and out. Who? Burt Macklin from the Mid-State. Mm, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I Probably remember, on assignment. I'm, I remember that guy. Yeah. What's up, Burt? You're on three and out. Oh, hey, guys. How's it going? Just goofing. New boot goofing? Yeah. Glad we Always could pull you off the uh, Chinese weather balloon surveillance team to uh, have you call in this morning. Yeah, I actually was going to take you around the world with some headlines uh, just to make sure you guys are staying up to date on the latest happenings in um, news, pop culture, and what have it. Mm-hmm. So, I'll get started on that, but uh, I'm hoping that the basketballs are able to get a good uh, night's rest, come prepared. That'd be a nice change and uh, take care of business tomorrow. So we'll we'll see what happens on that end, but you guys know, I don't know if you talked about it yesterday, like you said, been been tracking a lot of stuff, but yesterday being Groundhog's Day. Uh, I think we mentioned it. Okay. Well, you know, the old story goes, if a groundhog sees his shadow, then he's going to scurry back into his hole, and then we have six more weeks of winter. Yes. If he does, then we're good. But I don't know if you guys heard about what happened in uh, Quebec but they actually went to get their groundhog so they could do their little uh, show, you know, and put put on for the people there. But it turns out the groundhog was dead. So I don't really know what that signifies. I was going to see if you guys could help me because if I mean we, we know the the shadow versus no shadow, but if the groundhog's dead, what what does that signify for the remaining winter in Quebec? Well, the it groundhog's is, name was Fred. Yeah, Groundhog Fred. Um, First of all, I have some questions about the proper care to be taken for a groundhog. I don't know if they're meeting all of the criteria. Could that? I mean, my first thought is he was vaccinated, Bert. That's okay, that's what I was thinking. But now, nah, just off the cuff, there, I don't know. First I mean, of all, do, do you dead, really so. do you really need another? Like, is it going to be six more weeks of winter in Quebec? Yeah, just saying, like, like feels like that's a pretty safe. Is it six bet. more months of winter. Like, do they just change? Yeah, the right. Unit of measurement. I mean, they're 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 metric up there anyway. So also, I mean, they're groundhogs. Do we not have a backup available to not have to tell all the people gathered for the ceremony? Hey, sorry, Fred's dead. Yeah, just go grab another one out of the the kudzu pile. Back Seriously, there. I just I felt like that was not handled well. Uh, as Fred Lamont had died. If they run back it's in the hole, like, it's six more weeks of winter. So if he's dead, does that just mean like it's like Game of Thrones style, like seven years of winter? Maybe I don't know. He would have stayed in the hole for a long time. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, he was fourteen he, years old apparently. I should have retired him. I don't, I don't know how long groundhogs typically live, but I, I feel like that's apparently a good number. He had he had a, a nice long life, but it, I did try to watch the video, but it's in French. I still never. Well, I mean, like I understand like the history there, but the fact that they won't get with the times and learn like. Languages that matter is kind of frustrating. I'm calling. Um, I'm calling shenanigans on this. The average lifespan of an adult male groundhog is three years. Yeah, this says four to five, maybe six. Four. Oh no, no, it says in yeah. captivity they could leave live ten or more years. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Poor Fred. Uh, all right. Well, uh, even though those French were close to home, let's fly across the pond. I didn't know these were a thing, but apparently, have you guys ever heard of a pop up urinals? Pop up, yeah. No, pop up urinals. You just drop them off so, you know, in the truck. Yeah. So we, we all know urinals. Obviously, that's where you go to uh, 
uh, alleviate yourself of uh, uh, excess liquids in your body. Well, in London, and I think in maybe some other European countries, they have these urinals that are actually installed underneath like certain parts of uh, bigger tourist districts. And at night, what happens is they will rise up to where you pretty much just don't have a lot of drunks running around peeing in the street. Huh. Actually, not, not a bad idea. But unfortunately, uh, there was a man that died because somehow he got stuck underneath the urinal and was crushed. So, like he crawled in the urinal hole, and then he when they actually was a worker. Oh, so, and when they lowered yeah. it back down, he was crushed. I don't know. I think there was a malfunction, which really does suck. Yeah. But um, what? What's this was uh, in a, a tourist district in London? I believe it was called the like theater district. Mm-hmm. Again, not not super familiar with this, but. Um, just, yeah, telescopic urinals, according to people, are stored underground during the day but rise up to street level at night for public use. London's pop-up public urinals have been around for more than a decade. So, um, yeah, like I said, uh, used during or throughout their entertainment districts. But I'm just thinking, man, there's there's bad ways to go out, and then there's that. Um, your name's forever associated with it. And then it just kind of actually, like, made me think. This story happened a couple of weeks ago, but... I don't know if you guys saw this. There were some pretty strong winds. We're coming back to the States now. I think this was up in Kentucky. But uh, an elderly woman died because she was crushed to death by a Denny sign. And that I, I'm trying to figure out what's worse, being crushed to death by a pop-up urinal or the heavy winds literally blows over like one of those 50-foot-tall mm. Denny signs mm. and it just crushes your I'm going to go with urinal. Yeah, I'll take a Denny sign any day. I feel like the, the Denny sign would be pretty, pretty swift. Pretty, yeah, it's a, those, those, are, those are big signs. you got to yeah. get people's attention in Kentucky. Yeah. But if you ate I wouldn't know Denny's, it hit you. It's just all bad, you know? Yeah, that's true. I don't know if I've ever eaten out of Denny's. I don't know if I've ever been either. I mean, there's the uh, the International House of Pancakes and whatnot, and obviously we've all we've all frequented a Waffle House a day and day or two. Yeah, but do, do we have a Denny's around here? Didn't there used Denny's? to be one on Cedar Bluff? That's the one I was thinking of. I think it's close. Yeah, is that because w- the Bob Evans is now the barbecue place? Yep. Isn't it Cancun? Can't, oh, is that where it was? The Cancun? Near there. Okay. There's one in Pigeon Forge. There's, a Denny's There's everything. North. There's a Denny's on North Broadway and Watt Road. And none in between, according to a very quick Google search. Watt Road has a Denny's? How Apparently. about that? It's in the Flying J Travel. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. I remember yeah. that one now. 4834 yeah. North Broadway Street. Cut the check. Unless your sign's going to fall. I don't want to send people to their death. It's a good idea. I don't know. Send them to Denny's. <laughs> Kind of doing it slower. Okay. Well, there goes and, that uh, check. Maybe that's what yeah. happened on the groundhog. He wasn't eating right, Bert. Mm, could be. I got a, I got two more stories for you. One of them involves a, a former lady ball. Kind of feel bad. This is just I don't understand how this happens in today's game. And I, Chris, I'm actually kind of curious to get your thoughts on this. But so Duke's head coach, Carol Lawson, recently stated that this would have been last Sunday, but they lost to Florida State. What ended yeah, up we talked about this though, earlier. Was that the first time in school history they'd lost to Florida State? I don't know about that, but you, they were using a men's ball in the first half. Yeah, yeah. So Okay, well, I'm glad you already talked to that one. I missed the first uh, two hours of the show, so 
Um, uh, yeah, our our biggest point was how how, how does a, a point guard on the tip off not say, hey, wait a minute, something's wrong here. Yeah. Well, this one's a little bit more. It's also back to Florida, so you obviously can see where I'm, I'm going with this one. But uh, Florida woman told police her crack pipe was just a sex toy to try to get off from getting charged with drug paraphernalia. This one's, uh, according to Alkick, a Florida woman was subjected to a strip search after staff at the, uh, I can't name that county, uh, their jail, but observed, observed an anomaly during a body scan. The anomaly was spotted in her genital area, thus the need for the strip search. The strip search revealed that she had what appeared to be a crack pipe protruding from her downstairs. Armella Ann Manny, 57, was arrested last week in Clearwater, Florida, on, on failing to appear in court. She skipped a court date on alleged shoplifting charges. It turned out to be the beginning of her trouble. You see her mugshot, you would imagine she's been through it a time or two, and this isn't the first bad decision she's made. That's not part of the article. That's just me kind of giving a little bit of a, a, a side note there. According to the arrest affidavit, once taken into custody and strip search, that is when the glass pipe was found. And uh, she claimed to be a sex toy. So, I don't know. I guess there's uh, it's a bold strategy. Cotton obviously did not work out for her. Uh, but, um, you know, I, I wish her well and that she's uh, able to fight these charges. And, and uh, she was jailed on a $3,500 bond. And uh, both charges she's currently facing are felonies. So, hmm. there's your Florida woman story for today. Thank you. Yes, but I just wanted to bring a few stories from around the world to your all's uh, fantastic audience, the uh, the 37 um, incredible people. And uh, I hope you boys have a, a great rest of your day, but just wanted to, to keep you all updated and make sure that uh, you were aware of the latest happening. Any update on the Chinese spy balloon? No. Okay. Um, nothing you can nothing yeah. you can reveal to the public at this time? No, it's more of a... A CIA type situation. Yep, they're they're kind of into this. I mean, they're keeping the FBI somewhat in the loop, but you know, I've I've been focused on other things. Ten four. Hmm. That's, that's all I got for you. Like, we gonna win tomorrow. Mysterious groundhog death. I don't know, man. Wednesday night has me shook. I think we will, but I'm really worried about it. What do you think? I mean, they can't play worse than they did Saturday or Wednesday. That's true. Silver lining. It's a good point. So. Or can they? There's Hickman. Good stuff. But All right. Love you, gentlemen. Y'all have a fantastic rest of your day. Be safe you out there. Thank you for your service. Mm. We'll come back with more. Shift gears, sort of. I don't know. Is this shifting gears? We'll get back to the basketball talk. Yeah, Our that's picks shifting. are coming up at the end of the uh, end of the show, of course. Is there anything else happening this weekend? Are there any big games? Oh yeah, there's some big games. We can run down the list. Sweet. Obviously, everybody's playing tomorrow too. So, the uh, the the seed lines, the picture will start to clear up over the next few weeks, and uh, tomorrow's a big day.
Hour three continues. This segment brought to you by Malone and Costa Dentistry at Knoxville Smiles. Check them out online at KnoxvilleSmiles.com. You can even request an appointment right through the website. Easy to get to Cedar Bluff area. It's Malone and Costa Dentistry at Knoxville Smiles. Online KnoxvilleSmiles.com. Yeah, there's other big games tomorrow. I mean, pretty much most teams in action each Saturday now. Iowa State and Kansas. You excited about that one? You all pumped, jazz. It's a big game. He always, is. it was a, it was an absolute battle a couple of weeks ago when they played at Kansas. So now that the Cyclones have home court advantage, should be a pretty good matchup. Uh, they got to bounce back though. Rough little stretch. Mm. Yeah. They gonna win? Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna put it out there. They win. Your top 25 matchups tomorrow start at noon on ESPN2 with Virginia, Virginia Tech on ESPN, Kansas, and Iowa State. That's number eight versus number 13, the way they're ranked now. Uh, UConn travels to Georgetown, Texas Tech's at Baylor at 2 o'clock, of course. Auburn at Tennessee on ESPN. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Butler at Marquette, TCU at Oklahoma State, Miami at Clemson at 4 o'clock on ESPN. So immediately following our game, you got a good one. It's number one ranked Purdue on the road. In Bloomington at number 21, ranked Indiana. Also, on most East. expensive ticket in the country tomorrow. That game right there. And game day wanted to go to an unranked Duke versus UNC game. Still the second most expensive ticket tomorrow. I mean, it is. Get in price for Purdue at Indiana, 523 bucks. If you want to go to Cameron and watch Duke, North Carolina, 518 You can go watch UCLA host Washington State for 8 bucks. Watch some Justin Powell action against the top 10 Bruins. Also at 4 o'clock on ESPNU, Alabama plays at LSU. And on ESPN2, Texas is at Kansas State. So Purdue, Indiana. I guess we're rooting for Texas in that one? Yep. Oh, yeah, we're big Texas-Kansas fans now the rest of the way. Nah, Hickman's not rooting for Kansas tomorrow. Well, I know he isn't, but that's because he's weird. He's got this <laughs> point, point taken. Fair, fair. Yeah. I'll allow it. Um, you also have Florida Atlantic, who lost last night, so they'll probably be falling out of the top 25. But they're at Charlotte. Uh, St. John's is at Xavier, who's number 16. Washington State is at UCLA. Oregon State's at Arizona. And Gonzaga and St. Mary's play uh, for first place in the West Coast Conference at 1030 on ESPN tomorrow Oof. night. A little basketball after dark action. Mm-hmm. That'll be a really good matchup. Go look at your odd chart, Keystone. For Tennessee tomorrow. I did. Oh, yeah. Oh, did. We already did that. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. One point win, right? Yeah. Mm, 69-68. Man. How would y'all feel about that? I'd take a win. <laughs> uh, after Wednesday, I just want to win. Gosh, I mean, I'd be ner- a nervous wreck for 40 minutes, but I don't care. Now, you know what they say, sometimes it's better to lose by 10 than win by one. They literally never say that. No one ever, ever says that. Ever. Never. It's never been said. You're the first person to say that. Congratulations. <laughs> you have made history on this show. The first person to ever say, I'd rather lose by 10 than win by one. Remarkable. I didn't say, I, I didn't say that's how I feel. I said that's how some people feel. No one feels that way. No one, in, no one in the history of sports or competition has ever said, you know what? I'd rather get killed than win a close one. <laughs> Your conference slate tomorrow, <laughs> Ole Miss at Vanderbilt, 1 o'clock. Of course, Auburn coming to town. They're probably on their way here right now. 
Uh, for the two o'clock tip, twenty nine bucks get in price at Thompson Bowling Arena, Arkansas at South Carolina three thirty. Uh, Nate mentioned Bama at LSU at four six dollar get in price there. Tiger fans out. Missouri at Mississippi State at six. Georgia at Texas A and M eight thirty. And the nightcap on ESPN Florida, fresh off the hot upset of Tennessee, travels to unranked Kentucky. You think they got a chance? Yeah, I do. They play good defense, and they actually have a big that can go down there and not get just dominated by Sheway. I don't think they'll win, but they could. I kind of, I guess we want them to. Yeah. I, actually, I guess it doesn't matter. Both those teams beat us, so whoever loses, I'll be happy. That I mean, lost. if Kentucky loses tomorrow, their tournament chances are going to start really dwindling away. You think so? Yeah. I mean, because I mean, the loss tomorrow puts them at fifteen and eight. Then I'm I'm just gonna assume we get revenge and beat them. There's nine. Uh, they have Arkansas. It's a big assumption based on the way you've been talking. They shouldn't beat Arkansas, but who knows? So that should be ten. Mm-hmm. They got to play Auburn as well, but I I think they're kind of lucky. Though. I think all their tough games down the back half of their schedules at home. Yeah, funny how that worked out. Uh, currently in the last four buys, according to Joe Lenardi, is Arkansas. Last four in. The number one last four in is Kentucky. First four out, though, Texas A&M and Florida. So, yeah, Florida with a win tomorrow could flip into the last four in and bump Kentucky out. Next four out teams include Wisconsin, Penn State, Seton Hall, and Arizona State. One seeds, Bama, Purdue, Kansas, and uh, Houston. Tennessee currently the two seed in Kansas's region. We would get Vermont in. Uh, I know, you're always scared when I say Vermont. We would get Vermont as the 15 and face the winner of Iowa and Florida Atlantic on the other half of that half of the bracket. Providence, Memphis, Virginia as the three seed, and Furman. So if you want to go to Elite Eight, as it stands right now, those would be your potential opponents. And then, uh, actually, that that'd be interesting because this has North Carolina as the nine, Auburn as the eight. So Kansas would get Auburn or North Carolina in round two. How would you feel about that? Not good, Bob. I think I'd rather play Iowa than either of those teams. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah. hey, Rick Barnes, though, if you get Auburn, again, he does better against teams he's already played. Mm-hmm. Like, really well. Like, if he loses to a team, I would bet the house on him to win the second matchup. It's actually kind of interesting because, obviously, we won't see Purdue. But if you you can just bear with me for a moment, Uh Tennessee makes a Final Four. Mm -hmm. Some likely teams you'd see there. I know in this case you're in Kansas's bracket. But if you're playing Kansas to get to a Final Four, you already played them. Um, if you end up as a two in Bama's bracket, like you've already, you're, you'll have already seen Bama at least once, maybe twice. Um, Arizona, I think, is a potential Final Four team. You already played them. Like, there's the tough schedule may end up paying off if you do have to meet one of these teams again in an Elite Eight or Final Four type setting. Got to get to the Sweet 16 first. I I understand how the bracket works, but it, yeah, I'm just I'm, I've only done like, that once. That's why I said if you'll if you'll come along with me. 
Yeah, Virginia playing Virginia for a shot at a, an Elite Eight would be uh, kind of tough. I feel like I feel I feel like we could beat Vermont and Iowa though to make a Sweet Sixteen. I don't think Iowa's very good. It's always Iowa. Have too. we solved the dilemma on whether we'd rather see good offensive teams or good defensive teams? Give me good offense. Because Florida was a good defensive team and that went poorly. But Arizona's a good offensive team. I mean, it just depends on how we play. Uh, I'd take that Arizona rematch again. That. With better officials, I feel like we we are gonna. I mean, we do seem to struggle when the other team has a, ta- a talented big guy. Yeah, especially when they can pass. And I think when other teams are really good on defense, it makes us have to work even harder. I mean, we're already working hard on the defensive end, but then if we have to work doubly hard to score, I think we just get worn down. And you're less likely to get those kill shot runs, which we've been so good at. I'd, yeah. I'd rather face a a better right. offensive team. Because I think we mitigate their offense better than us, you know, playing awesome against a great defense. We just haven't done that. Yeah. Yeah, give me an offensive team. We'll come back more hour three. Back at you next on Fan Run Radio. Fast break Friday. Pickman. <clears throat> like this would be a good Monday. I mean, uh, Thursday bumper. Maybe yesterday, you know, if we lost. I feel like these slower bumpers work good later in the show. I mean, you only have two bumpers left after this. I know. Never make them count. Got a huge game. Bruce Pearl returns, and you're just. I mean, it was Tom Petty. I'm not. I'm not going to knock Tom Petty. It's kind of lower in. Oh, well, I mean, there's time and place, though. Right? I know. I know. <sighs> Still, dude. Come on. We're gonna. You're gonna know pretty quick whether you think whether Bruce Pearl thinks he can win this game, because you know how he is when he thinks he can get one. Like he's gonna be sweating through the shirt, jacket, going crazy, tie off. Yeah. Two weeks till baseball season. Okay. Yay. What the hell was that? I said yay. Yeah, you said yay. I'm trying to enjoy the basketball season. See how, see how you changed the way you said it? Like, it's just more sports I'm going to have to keep up with. You didn't even watch any last year. Uh, that is a lie. Two sports? I watched, all, I watched every weekend game, Chris. Weekend game. Mm. Where were you on Wednesdays at 7? Were you hooking up your ESPN stream and casting it to the TV like I was? Okay. No. No, no. I, I would. No. I wouldn't watch every one of them, and I wouldn't watch the whole thing, but like I'd what? catch some of it. Man, there's, it's just it's great. So, yeah. It's I'm like a, two and a half, three hours of just watching us dominate. Like when we're up 16 to nothing in the fifth inning. Like yeah, I'm then you get to see the young guys. It's good stuff. I watch more baseball than you, Chris. I I highly doubt that. How many games did you go to last year? Uh, oh I yeah, one. That's Tech right. Game. Yeah, we used to the. <coughs> or you showed up late and didn't even watch it because you were too busy talking to people. Dude, it was like a party. I go out in Kodak. People want to talk to me. Not dressed like that. They don't. What does that mean? Nothing. It's a good look for me. I might start wearing these. 
pretty frequently, actually. Go for it. Anyway, two weeks till baseball. Mm-hmm. Number two, Tennessee. I'm wearing coveralls, by the way. No, you're wearing overalls, overalls you same moron. Thing. No, they're not. Coverall is a complete zip-up suit. Those are overalls, which is weird because they're not overall. I guess they are overall. You see how that could be like a little no, bit No, because someone there. who lives in Kodak should know the difference between coveralls and overalls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, you are the king of Kodak. Like That should be something you have down pat. Like Kodak's a great coverall and overall area. Mm-hmm. Ooh, let's see if we know the difference. Tennessee opens the season against Arizona two Fridays from now, 8 p.m. in Scottsdale, Arizona, mm. at the MLB Desert Invitational. They will then on Saturday take on Grand Canyon Uh-oh. in Phoenix. Is uh is Arizona still really good? I'm looking it up. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs) Uh, They will close the MLB Desert Invitational against UC San Diego Sunday, February 19th in Mesa, Arizona. I didn't know if there was a number by their name there. There is not currently, and I don't know if they have numbers for anyone. Let me check. I don't see them in the top 25, according to Baseball America. Uh, They don't have numbers on the schedule as of now. I don't see Grand uh, No Grand Canyon, no UC San Diego, Arizona. I don't see any of those teams. Okay. Tennessee will face Arizona at Salt River Fields at Talking Stick. Ooh, Talking Stick. Yeah, love that place. It's interesting. Uh, the home season opens up February 21st. That's a Tuesday. Tennessee will go Tuesday, Wednesday against Alabama A&M. Okay. 4.30 first pitch Tuesday, 4.30 first pitch Wednesday. Obviously with uh, shorter hours in the day right now, they're getting those games started a little bit earlier so that they can uh, avoid frigid temperatures and play in some daylight. Mm-hmm. Then Dayton, Charleston Southern, Gonzaga, big big home slate to start the season. So this is a g- lot g- of games at home before traveling to Missouri to open up the SEC slate on March 17th. Go back to Gonzaga. Is that a uh, midweek game? No. So it's Weekend just- series. Okay, like that's pretty big. Right, I mean they yeah. they're are they ranked traditionally pretty good. No, they were la- they were good last year, right? I don't know if they're traditionally good, but I think they had cycled up. I do not see them on the top twenty-five though this year. Mm. Must have lost a lot. Shame. Or I maybe think I have Tony V spoke yesterday about the stadium. Upstairs. Yeah, I read some of that. He said five-year plan. Hmm. What? He said every offseason they're going to do a little bit more and that it looks like it'll be a five-year plan as opposed to – well, he said, and I don't know if it was his decision, but he was worried – maybe he wasn't worried, but someone was apparently worried that if they did it all at once, they might have to play an entire season at a different park. Like the brand-new park downtown? That'd be awesome. It's not going to be ready. Yeah, he – I have the quote. It'll be ready in five years. He said rather than start a massive project and maybe have to play another year's – Stadium for a year, we lose or lose practice days, or we dump forty million all at once. I'm just throwing out random numbers and dates. I believe after the spring we'll start construction more than likely on left field line or kind of even the, with the third base line, and then kind of piecemeal it in a positive way where we work our way around the park. So he'll get to see it completed when he comes back as Arkansas's head coach when he takes <laughs> over for Dave Van Horn. <laughs> 
the house Tony built. He, already, <laughs> he makes more money than the Arkansas coach right now, I think. What's he at now? Like 1-5. I think he's second highest in the conference. Maybe behind Corbin at Vandy. I will say, good for Danny White, man. Like, if, if you got him, you might as well pay him. I'm talking about just good coaches in general. Like, yeah. you know, you, you got your guy. Don't let someone else take him. Don't don't play the what if game. Hmm. Looks like that Gonzaga series is all sold out. Dude, everything's sold out. Season tickets sold out. Game single game tickets went on sale and lasted five minutes. Even the like the midweek games even sold out. I think so. Hmm. I think that, I mean I thought I, that I. I just assumed. I don't remember even seeing what it was. I had assumed that those that 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 the five minute sellout was for the SEC slate. So that's why I went to Kentucky maybe it to was see if it was. I mean, th- there'll be tickets to be had to the midweek games because you know the people behind home plate don't exactly show up for those. Uh, yeah. I mean, even the opener, there are some available down that temporary seating down the third baseline. Okay. For the opener on Tuesday. The 21st at 4.30. Yeah. And there's a lot more for in that same section for the Wednesday game. Yeah, the weekends are... Got to make the College World Series this year. Well, I think that's the goal every year when you're... That pitching staff and... What, what like, I don't think that's a problem yeah. in terms of expectation. I mean, we might have... Ken Palm might favor us in all games. <laughs> Don't we? Didn't every one of our starters an All American or preseason yeah. All American? And Dolander might be pick one, round one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's up there with the Strasburgs. So are you saying that it's win the World Series or bust? No, he said go to the College you World Series. Need to go. Top eight. I mean, that's I'm not going to call it a bust, but yeah, I mean, that's we're, the we're goal to every year. We're to that point, especially with this pitching staff. Like, assuming we just aren't the worst hitting team in the country. This should be a team with a, a really good chance to go to Omaha. I mean, you're preseason number two. And then it is going to be weird, though. You think about what we lost from a leadership perspective and then obviously a, a bat and talent perspective. I mean, there's there's some pretty big holes to feel. Do you feel, think the feel. antics are as reoccurring as they were last year? Well, do I, don't, think we I don't know down? because didn't the NCAA implement some, like, no props outside of the dugout thing? And I, I, I don't know. Like what was that one ref that told us just to leave the fur jacket in the like in the locker room? Like if, if I see it, I'm throwing somebody out. What if the stick all season for Tennessee is to never celebrate? What if they just like, you know, Blake Burke just like hits one into the river, golf it, clapping over there? And he, yeah, no, no, not even just yeah, just just stow it. just like like an expression like they're losing the game as he just trots around the bases. Just like does the team ever come out to like high five him when he crosses just, home they just plate? Stay in the in the dugout. Uh, he just he he as he comes to the top step, Tony V shakes his hand and he goes and sits down. Ah, uh, it's, it's it's an emotional game. I know you can't do you that. can't do that. You you might could do it for like one game though. Like or, yeah, you know yeah. I mean, but, it'd be funny if you could involve in, like certain pieces and aspects of that idea. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like shaking hands. Like you, of, you had a grand crazy. slam to beat LSU. Like I don't want those guys over there. Like. I can't celebrate, but I well, really maybe the dugout celebrate. guys go crazy, but like Burke, he hits it and he holds onto the bat and he just like lays just it back down. at the umpire, sets it neatly beside the plate as he looks at the catcher and then takes off. Yeah. Like oh, they'd, like they'd probably toss him for yeah. it. They, they, <laughs> I feel like even if like they would look at that as like us over celebrating, right, right, like right, we've yeah. we've kind of right. Well, we got a target on our back, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. 
They're so fun to watch. Yeah, it is. I just I, I do hope on the SEC Network Plus games and the ESPN Plus Plus whatever games, I'd like a couple extra camera angles. Right, right. Like Andy Brock does a great job, but let's get, you know, let's get, I mean they got all that equipment over there. Can can we just go into the the hand studio and get a couple extra cameras and hooking up to the the switcher for the ESPN feed? Come on. Well, some of those guys, you know, a lot of the when they have a big a bigger game that's on TV. Like real TV, the ESPN brings all their high. Yeah. High well, even when they cameras. when it's, I think it's when the SEC network streams it. It's a it's a much better feed too, but it's it's when it's on like the ESPN Plus only. You get like right. you get like center field cam behind the pitcher yeah. and behind home plate, and that's yeah. it. And have then one they, of them got knocked out in the wind that one. Time. Yeah, yeah. Have they announced uh, any of our TV schedules for some of our bigger games? I doubt like, it. Like I'd but imagine, I look. like there's no way, like Arkansas or the LSU series or both. You yeah, have to imagine those are going to be on ESPN. They will be. I think baseball does a pretty good job. They they kind of they wait a little longer and then they can oh, adjust. LSU starts on Thursday, so, uh, so oh, so we're so, going to be the solo so Thursday night that'll series. Be that'll be yeah, that'll be that'll be a big one. Like what's, that, your, what's your boy's name? And Friday starts on Thursday also. Yeah, KP, KP. Kyle Peterson. That so, Vanderbilt so, series last year was incredible on. ESPN. Yeah. So we're back to back. So LSU's getting the home series starting on the Thursday, and then Florida comes to Lindsey Nelson to start on the Thursday. So I think we're back to back kind of featured series. Naturally, the Arkansas one's next, um, back on the road, and that one doesn't start till Friday, which is good because that gives that extra day to then, you know, to re-travel. Yeah. Every time I look at our schedule, I get mad, and then I just have to remember it's the SEC, yeah, and like everybody's so good. Everybody's good. They need to do like golly, we ESPN got college baseball game day live from Knoxville, Tennessee. For which series? Be better. Well, our home series better at LSU. isn't that great. I know this that's year. that that is kind of a bummer. Our home schedule this year is just kind of I whatever. Just, just I know we wouldn't get to experience it the same, but just do it at LSU. You know the job Tony V turned down to stay at Tennessee one versus two. I don't know. It might not be at that point, but you know what I'm saying. Mm. We do we get Arkansas here? Nope. On the road. On the road. Vandy's here. Vandy's here. Florida's here. Vandy, Florida's here. Uh, what was the other one? Mississippi, Mississippi State here. You can do here. it for Vandy. I mean, they'll they'll be highly ranked, and there was a lot yeah. of emotion and controversy surrounding that game last year. Mm-hmm. What's Mississippi State ranked? They got to be top fifteen, right? I think I saw nine. Yeah, they're top twenty-five, including like maybe LSU five. one, Tennessee two, Florida's three. <laughs> so we do get Florida at home. Uh, Vanderbilt six, A and M is seventh. Ole Miss is tenth. Schlossnagel. Arkansas is eleventh. Um. Yeah, Mississippi State not. Well, Auburn had- is twenty-second. <laughs> You're thinking you're going to add Texas to the mix soon? Oklahoma's, they're not always good, but they've had some really good teams. We kicked their ass last year, year, and then they went to... We didn't play them in a series. Oklahoma went to the College World Series last year. played them one time. Oh, that's right. They did win, though. Huh? They went to the College World Series last year, didn't they? Who? Oklahoma. Sounds right. Oh, yeah, they may have. And we slaughtered them. We'll come back. Yeah, we did. We'll turn the page back to basketball, give you our picks, get you all set for tomorrow's showdown. Thompson Bowling Arena. Stick with us right here. Final segment next.
Probably got to look at that outfit. It's time for the picks. Good outfit. It's a big one tomorrow. I'm worried. I'm not any more worried that we'll lose the game than I would have been before. I'm just worried that a loss now that we've lost to Florida is oh, yeah. going to be just so much worse. If you've beaten Florida, you know, you're playing the, in the Kim Palm Auburn's 26th. I mean, they're right in the back end of the uh, top 25 in the rankings. You got Vanderbilt, Missouri coming up next. Vanderbilt's away. Missouri's back at home. Like, it's just like, you feel like you got to get these three if you want. I mean, I don't know. Maybe we're just not that good. Maybe we are a two or a three seed. It's kind of how it's felt. But sometimes you watch us play and you, you roll Kansas by 14. You, you beat Texas handily, pretty much lead wire to wire. You absolutely blast some of the bat. I mean, you beat Georgia by 29. <sighs> you know Pearl will be fired up. He'll want this one. Oh, he said this is the tallest test they've faced all season. It's because they've not played Alabama yet. They haven't. You're right. They beat Florida by three. They lost to Georgia. Where did they play Florida? At home. Okay. They Are lost to A&M at, at their place. Uh, their, all their other losses are – they had a neutral site loss to Memphis in December, and then their other three losses – or three of their other four losses are away. They lost to A&M at home. That's their only home loss. So it seems like, you know, I mean, the home court advantage will be big. This is making me feel a little better. Their away wins are only – I mean, they haven't played that many away games. Their away wins are Washington out of conference, um, Ole Miss, LSU, South Carolina. And of course, they just played a pretty good West Virginia team, but who was kind of struggling a little bit, but a top-20 team, and it was 80-77 to before beating Georgia Wednesday, 94-73 to at home. All the numbers say Tennessee heavy favorite. 81% chance to win. 10 points should be the difference. 71 61. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep, yep. All the analytics. Yeah. No line for this game yet. Yeah, we'll get it in the morning. Odd Shark says one point. One point. We were talking earlier in the show, like, Tennessee's had some close games this year, but not that many. Shocking. You know? I mean, they had the overtime game against USC, but, like, Kansas game wasn't close. Texas wasn't close. Maryland was Florida close. Florida wasn't close. Kentucky uh, wasn't really that close. Arizona was. I mean, Ole Miss was. That was kind of weird. Yeah. But, hmm. And this is not the Bruce Pearl team you think of. This team's more similar to this Tennessee team. Yeah. Or Bruce Pearl's last Tennessee teams here. Who wants to go first? I'll just go. Go. Fire, Brett. Fire. Uh, I think I'm going to go Tennessee 64, Auburn 59. Just a slobber knocker. Ugh. Vols 67, Auburn 58. Hmm. I think I'm going to go kind of against what I saw last time. I am like you, Chris. I'm a little shook, but I'm just going to assume we find a way to score a few more points. I'm going to say Vols 75, Auburn 67. I, I literally had 74-68 in my head. Good pick by you. Who knows, man? Who knows? Yeah, I don't. I, I don't. What did we pick the Florida? I mean, obviously, we had the teams backwards, but do we have it 
in the 60s, 50s, or I can't remember. I didn't have us in the 50s. I think I picked both teams low 60s, maybe. I, I think I had like 72, 62. Got to get the offense rolling. Got to hit some shots. Hit some shots. Back in the friendly confines, the great sight lines of Thompson Bowling Arena. Need a loud crowd. Yeah. If you're going. I know Hickman will be there in spirit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or in the woods. Or in the woods. Or he claims the woods. Yeah. You going to be home to watch that one? No. Oh, not at all? Not at all. You going to put it on the radio? I can handle the radio basketball. I'll do calls a sports better. show and don't watch sports. I've not missed a game this year. You're literally going to be in the woods for this first game. One. Yeah, it's my first one. I'll watch the highlights. I'll watch the full okay. replay. Yeah, watch the full replay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You could just do what I do. Just turn the keep the phone off to watch the game. He can't do that. I might distract. not have a choice. Might <laughs> not be service. Have a great weekend, everyone. For intern Brett, Adam Houston, I'm Nate. We'll talk to you again on Monday.